Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we are going to be answering that question that I see pop up in my DMs. I see them in our Facebook community all the time. How do I find clients? Where are all the clients hiding? They have to be somewhere, right? And our business runs on finding clients. So I am going to be sharing four effective ways that you can find clients for your freelancing business. And this is going to be an episode where you want to take out that pen and paper and take notes. And then after this episode is over, you're going to start implementing. Before we dive into the episode though, I would love it. I would so appreciate it if you are loving the Freelancer to CEO podcast, if you have been loving the content that you've been receiving for free on this podcast, would you do me a quick favor and go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a written review on the show. These reviews help our podcast get sent out to more people who would benefit from hearing its message. And if you're a loyal listener and you love coming here to get your daily dose of freelancing advice and strategy and tips and tricks, then please leave us a review on the show. It would mean so much to me. I read every single one of them and they really mean a lot. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. I do want to apologize during this episode. I am recording this episode in prime time allergy season. The pollen is insane where I live and we haven't gotten a rain in a few weeks. So it's kind of just resting on a lot of things on our cars, on our deck, and it's just hanging out in my nose. So I feel like I sound a little bit nasally. I was going to record this podcast episode yesterday, but oh my goodness, it would have been just crazy for you to have to listen to that voice the entire time. So I'm hoping that today I sound a little bit better, but please forgive this allergy season nasal sounding voice of mine. So let's go ahead and talk about how we can find clients. I hear it a lot. I'm having trouble finding clients. I don't know where all the clients are. Can you help me, Aubrey? So I wanna share four different strategies that you can take to find clients. And I think the best way is going to be not to try to do all of these things at once, take one or two of these routes and really hit it hard in marketing and networking and implementing these strategies before you move on to something else. I always recommend giving something a solid 30 days. 
try one of these strategies for 30 days straight. And remember, that means that you are really implementing the strategies and you're really doing this every single day before you say enough is enough. It's not happening for me. Um, and if it's not happening for you, then we can address maybe what your pitch looks like or what your actually doing during that time that you are marketing your business to see if maybe we can tweak your approach a little bit. But let's dive into these four different ways that you can find clients. The very first way, and this is something that is totally 100% undervalued and underrated by freelancers and virtual assistants alike, is that you need to tell your friends and family and acquaintances and anybody that you run into what you do. The very first thing that I did when I was starting my virtual assistant business back in 2018 is I posted on my personal Facebook page what I was doing. I sent out messages to family members and just kind of said, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm offering to people. I even educated some people about what a virtual assistant was because some people just didn't even know that that existed or that they could use a virtual assistant. And I posted on my personal page because I had accumulated thousands of friends and I'm doing like air quotes here on friends because I joined Facebook back in the day where you went out and during your college years and everyone was like, find me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook. And so you just accumulated people over the years that you don't even really know. They were just a one-time acquaintance. But the reason why I thought it was so important for me to post it on my personal page is that I have made so many connections with people and I didn't know where those connections might have led me to or where those connections went off to or maybe who they knew that owned a business. So definitely posting on your personal Facebook page is a really great way to just kind of let people know that you're open. I have a lot of people who will go through my digital program, The Prep, and they'll do all the steps. They'll check everything off. They'll be such great students. And then they're like, okay, I completed the prep. I'm ready. And they think like that's their, they're all done. And now they actually have to put in the work of let's market our business. Let's let people know. So you have to, yes, do all the steps to set up your business. But once the business is set up, okay, now let's start putting one in front of the other and start marketing our business. So definitely letting people know. I know that this conversation will come up a lot and it, it is uncomfortable those first couple times that you're doing it. But when you see people when you're dropping your kids off at school or maybe you're at the groceries office and you run into someone, hey, what's going on? What's new with you? Instead of saying, oh, nothing, tell them what you're doing. Hey, I just started a virtual assistant business. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the business owners that I'm going to work with and how I'm going to help them. Naturally, if that person is a polite person, they will follow up with like, oh, what is that? Uh, tell me more about it. Uh, that's how conversation happens, right? So letting people know that who you run into, telling them what you're up to when you go to that family picnic this summer, letting them know what you're doing. When your Aunt Sally calls, telling her what you're doing. We have to get comfortable with talking about what we do. So that number one, we just get comfortable saying it. I know sometimes I just went to the doctor and they were asking me what I did and it still sometimes is a little bit hard to explain or tell people what it is that I do. But the only way that you get better at that is if you actually talk about it and you practice. So number one, just get comfortable saying what it is that you do and how you help people. That's a great task. That's a great skill to have. But the second thing is, the people around us, the people that we know, our friends and our family, how can they help connect us with the people who might need our services 
if they don't know what we do. We can create the website, the Facebook page, the portfolio, but if we act, we don't actually put that out into the world and let people know, hey, take a look at this, this is what I'm doing, share it with people, how can they connect us with our potential clients? So that would be the very first strategy. And honestly, this is something that you can do today. Yes, after this podcast episode is over, you can go message some family members. Obviously, don't spam people. Don't just send that hey girl message to everybody and anybody, but message some of your family. Just get comfortable talking about it. And like I said, when someone asks you what's going on, what's new, how's work going, tell them what you're doing. This is your job. This is work. Even if you're doing this on the side, even this if you're doing this while you're still working at your full-time job, this is your job and you have to take it seriously, right? And it becomes so easy for us to tell people about our regular job, right? And again, I'm doing air quotes here, like regular job. It was so easy for me to say, oh yeah, I got a teaching job. Oh yeah, I'm teaching at this place. That was so easy for me because it was in my comfort zone and telling people about my virtual assistant business was outside of my comfort zone. But again, the more I did it, the easier it became and it was I was able to gain clients just from telling people around me what I was doing, letting them know they were able to connect me with a potential person. They were able to say, oh, you know, I was just talking to so-and-so and they said that they were looking for someone to help them with their social media. Can I send your information along to them? So get comfortable talking about it. This is, like I said, an undervalued, underrated way of gaining clients. But trust me, if you do this, if you start doing this on a regular and consistent basis, you will find clients in your own circle. Another way that I recommend to people to find clients, because this was a majority of what I used for my strategy in finding clients when my business was first getting started, was that I used Facebook groups. I still feel like Facebook groups are a really great way to find clients. It might take a little bit more digging, So what I want you to do is I want you to find, and this is going to take some research on your part, because I could recommend some groups to you that yes, you probably could go into and start making connections, but really you want to find groups where your ideal client is hanging out. So think about who your ideal client is and then start typing some of those characteristics or some of those key words around your ideal client into the search bar in Facebook. So some things you could search are entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, small business owners, photographers, wedding creative, Etsy shop owners, Shopify owners. So start thinking about those keywords surrounding your ideal client and start searching for Facebook groups that you could join where that ideal client would be hanging out. Where are their, what Facebook groups are they going to join to look for help and support? Thinking about it from that reverse way of Where could they be hanging out? If you want to work with moms, you know, joining some mom groups, some local groups, those would be great ways for you to find Facebook groups. Now, once you're in those Facebook groups, you're going to start engaging in conversations. I know I will have a lot of people who will come to me, well, I joined a bunch of Facebook groups, but these Facebook groups say that I can't promote my services, so I don't know how to find clients. Don't think about it as I'm going into these Facebook groups to promote and to sell my services. I want you to go in there with the idea that I'm going to engage with people and build relationships because that's what this business is all about. It's about building relationships and letting people know what you do without having to just yell it from the rooftops, without having to say, I'm a virtual assistant, hire me. Start helping people, start building those relationships, start getting known for what you do in those Facebook groups, sharing quick wins, sharing tips about you know something that you helped a client do or, or even a tip that you learned from your service. I know that we had in our Facebook community, we had someone share a way that you can use the notes app 
in your on your phone on your iPhone to scan documents and they shared that in that group that was something I had no idea but that's a tech win that they shared and if I ever need help with technology I might go to that person and say hey you helped me get this win on my phone you know do you know how to use this program or can you help me do this so getting known for what you do and having your name be a name that pops up consistently as someone who comments as someone who starts the conversation um, that's going to help you to get known in those groups and if it applies, if you can say, you know, I help my clients do this and here's something that we tried or when I was working with my client last week, we did this and it really helped us. If you can drop those small things in there, again, you're not coming out and selling, selling, selling or promoting. You're just offering advice. But by using that language, it starts to let people know, oh, hey, she does this as a job. She does this on a daily basis. You are going to help and let people know that you offer this. And then of course, I hope that you have this done when they click to your profile. I hope you have a link to maybe your Facebook page or even in your description, it says virtual assistant so that they know that this is something that you do and a place where they can come connect with you, learn more about you. And maybe just maybe they'll send you a message. And then of course there, there might be posts in Facebook groups that say, hey, I'm hiring for someone to do this. And of course you can comment on that. But like I said, going into Facebook groups without the idea or without the expectation that you have to promote your services or having conversations with the expectations that this person has to hire me and just go into it with, I'm going to build relationships with people. I'm going to offer advice. Yes, this is time consuming. Yes, this is going to take some effort on your part. Clients don't just fall into our laps all the time. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you'll get a message out of the blue and it's like, where did that client come from? Was it the unicorn dust that fell on me? But it does take work. We have to just put the work in um, to build this business up, to let people know what we do, to build relationships. So definitely still utilize Facebook groups. I still think they're a really great way to find clients. It does take effort. It does take work. And like I said, putting in those 30 days of actively implementing the strategy, which means every single day you're doing something in a Facebook group, not just scrolling, not just scrolling through and saying, oh, there was no post today about hiring someone. So I did it actively engaging in the conversation. Like I said, starting to let people know what you do, if it applies and you can drop that in there that you're a virtual assistant or you're a graphic designer or you're a Pinterest manager, if it applies and you can add that in there, of course do it. But let's take the sales piece of it out of there and let's just go in and have conversation like human beings. Let's do that and I bet it will work for you. Another way that you can find clients today is you can take the approach of content marketing. You can create a strategy where you are creating content, you are talking about what you do, and the best way to do that is to pick a social media platform where your ideal client is hanging out. There are tons of social media platforms. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's TikTok, there's LinkedIn. Pick a platform, um, there's YouTube, you know, there's you, you could create your own blog, but pick a platform where your ideal client is hanging out and create weekly content around what you do. So around your service, how you help people, you can share testimonials from clients, you can share behind the scenes of what you're working on. Just start talking about what you do. And then you can also start connecting with potential clients who 
could potentially be that person that would work with you. Again, you're not connecting with people. You're not commenting on people. You're not sending people messages just saying, hey, hire me. You are working on building relationships with people. People buy from people and they're more willing to buy from people that they actually have a relationship with. I am more willing to invest in hiring someone on my team with someone that I've talked to before, with someone that I've actually had a conversation with. And letting that natural flow of conversation happens where maybe you get into what you do, but you have to create content so that they know what you do. And remember that relationships are key. And whatever platform you are on, make sure that the bio or the about me section speaks to what you do, talks about what you do and who you serve. And that's that elevator pitch. I help blank with blank so that they can blank. So I help female entrepreneurs with their social media marketing so that they can invest more time into their family. Something along those lines. I'm just, that literally came to me at the top of my head. So I know it's not the best elevator pitch. I know we could beef that, beef that up, but you have to let people know if they do come to your social media page, your platform, Instagram, Facebook, that they can actually find out about what you do and that you have a link to schedule a call with you or a link to your website or a link to your portfolio. Because even if people aren't having those active conversations with you, they might be looking, they might be lurking. There's a lot of lurkers online. So give them something to lurk at. Give them something to look at if they come to your page by chance or maybe they saw something that you posted. And there's a whole strategy that goes into content marketing. Of course, whatever platform you're using, utilizing the best practices of that. If you're on Instagram, you know, utilizing hashtags and all kinds of things. Again, this takes a lot of work up front. And all of these strategies really are long-term strategies. They're not, there's not one thing that really can get you a super quick win. I mean, maybe that first one, maybe reaching out to friends and family and letting them know that probably will get you a faster return on your investment of time. But if you're in Facebook groups, if you're creating content, if you're picking a platform that you're talking about what you do, it's going to take time for that to build up and you have to be willing to nurture it. It's like a plant. I just planted my entire garden and of course I wanna go out there and tomorrow after I planted them, I wanna see fruit and I wanna see vegetables and I wanna see them growing, but it takes time. I have to water them. I have to take the time to take care of them and prune them. So the same goes for your business. You have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and water it and love on it and talk to it and give it sunshine so that it can grow and it can flourish and you can actually see the fruits of your labor, so to speak. I don't know if there was a pun in there, but I somehow tied an analogy of my garden to finding clients. We'll, we'll revisit that at some time. I think we have something there on that, that analogy. But the last strategy that you can use to find clients is cold pitching. This one is definitely something that you can use, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about the pros and cons of each. This is going to be time consuming as well. Again, like do you see that there's a common theme? There's there's no one quick fix. It's going to take time, it's going to take effort. You have to be actively doing something every day. Um, but this is the one I think that takes the most amount of time and it will definitely be a numbers game. You're going to, if you do decide to cold pitch, you're going to have to send out a lot of cold pitches to get some that even return your email. That's just the name of the game. It's kind of a numbers game. 
most of the cold pitches you send out will probably go unanswered. But if you have a really solid pitch and you make it customized to the person you're sending it to, you have a higher chance of it getting returned. But again, like I said, this is a numbers game. But here's how cold pitching works. You're going to create a list of your ideal clients, people, actual people that you would really love to work with and you find their email and you're going to send them a personalized pitch about why you want to work with them, what you can offer them. And what I recommend is really taking the time to research this person and to come up with a really personalized pitch. You can have a template that you use. I'm definitely about using templates and saving time, but don't just copy and paste from one person to the next. I have gotten those cold pitches in my inbox and I will tell you what, I can smell a copy and paste pitch from a mile away. If you take the time to actually personalize this, why you wanna work with this person, why maybe you follow them, why you love their business, why they stood out to you, that's actually going to make that person want to continue to read to the rest of your pitch. So that's my first thing. The other thing I wanna make sure is that you don't just include a laundry list of things that you can offer them because it's just going to confuse them. Be specific about what you can help them with. So let me give you an example of this. I had someone who sent me a cold pitch in my inbox about helping me with Pinterest and they gave me a little piece of flattery. They talked about my podcast and how much they love it and a specific episode that really stood out to them. And then they said, after listening to your podcast, I went over to Pinterest to see what resources you had and I noticed that you weren't super active on Pinterest. And I wanted to let you know that I think that a lot of your audience is on Pinterest and this would be a really great strategy for you to implement. And because you don't have a large Pinterest, I don't know if she said following or you don't have a Pinterest strategy in place, I want to offer my Pinterest services too because this is what I specialize in and, and I actually specialize in helping podcasters take their podcast episodes and put them onto the Pinterest platform. So that to me really stood out because I'm like, oh, she really has personalized this to me. She found a weakness that I, I know that this is a weakness of mine. I know I need to be on Pinterest, but right now I'm just, it's not where my attention is. But she found this weakness and she was like, I'm going to talk to her about really how I can specifically help her business and grow her business. So don't just do a laundry list of, I can help you with your social media or I can help you with your emails. Be specific about what you can help them with and it, it will help even if you have that reason why. Why would them hiring you to do this? Why would that really benefit their business and grow their business? Um, and like I said, don't do that laundry list. It's going to confuse people and confuse people don't buy. You need to be specific. If you're not specific about what you can help them with, if you're like, I can help you with whatever, they're going to be like, oh, okay, uh, well, I just don't have time to think about what I need help with right now. Give them something to think about. Give them that specific thing. So those are the four strategies, the four ways that you can find clients today. Like I said, telling people, telling your friends and family, making that public post on Facebook. I know it's scary. Talking about it when people say, hey, what's new? Bringing that up. Finding Facebook groups where your ideal client is hanging out in and starting to jump in on the conversation. You can create content around your service and what you do and, and create a weekly plan that you are consistently pushing out content about your service and what you have to offer. And then the last way we talked about was cold pitching. So I hope this helps you. I hope that this will give you some strategies and some things that you can do to start implementing today. And I think the biggest takeaway that I can give you is that none of these strategies are going to be quick fixes. None of them are going to just immediately let clients fall into your lap. You have to be willing to actually put 
these strategies to work and work at them consistently. And sometimes it'll feel like I'm doing this and nothing's happening. And it's just that consistency that will actually lead to results over time. But you have to give something a solid 30 days, really. Um, If you could go longer, that's even great. And you have to be willing to give it your all. You have to be willing to put in the effort to be able to see it happen. A lot of times when I have people say, well, it's not working. Facebook groups aren't working. Cold pitching isn't working. And we actually look at what they're doing they're not being super consistent with it. They did it for like a day and then they took a week off and then they did it for two days and took a week off. You have to be willing to be consistent at it. You have to be willing to water it, nurture it like a plant so that the plant can grow. All right, friends, I hope you have a wonderful day. If this episode spoke to you and you want to share it in your Instagram stories, I would love that. Share it with a friend. If you tag me, I will definitely share you back in my stories. You will probably get a voice DM back from me saying, thank you so much for sharing this. I love you. Um, But I would appreciate it if you would share it with someone that you think would love this episode. I will see you in the next one. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.